being black in America is hard. You can't go outside for a run. You can't go biking. You can't play cops and robbers. You can't go get Skittles. You can't, you can't do anything. You can't even drive in a car. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's just really upsetting. Like I'm tired of people dying. Like why can't y'all hear us? Welcome to the Let's Give a Damn podcast, dear friends. I'm your host, Nick LaPara, and this is the show where we champion and learn from people who saw something wrong in the world and gave a damn about it. Pretty intense couple of weeks, huh? If you haven't listened to last week's episode with Lisa Sharon Harper, make sure to set aside some time to do that, please. We have received tons of feedback that our conversation is changing the way so many people navigate these tricky times in the wake of George Floyd's senseless and horrific public lynching at the hands of police officer Derek Chauvin. We will continue trying to figure out how to give a damn during these times with our podcast conversation this week and in the weeks to come. This week, my guests are Kennedy Green, Michaela Smith, Naya Collins, Jade Fuller, and Emma Rose Smith. That's right, five guests. Never done that before. Two or three is the most I've had on. So we attempted for five, we did it. Here goes. And why these young ladies? Because a week ago, they started throwing together a protest that attracted somewhere between 15,000 and 30,000 people in Nashville, Tennessee, that took place last Thursday. Did I mention that these young ladies are 14 and 15 years old? That's right. 14-year-old girls that said enough is enough and we aren't going to stand around anymore and we must do something. They launched Teens for Equality a little over a week ago and made calls and talked to a bunch of people and they pulled off the biggest protest in Nashville so far. And friends, I was there. It was incredible. It felt sad. It felt just. It felt righteous. And it was truly a peaceful protest. Now, since the protest last Thursday, they have been going nonstop talking to the media about their story. As of right now, pretty much every major outlet has picked up what they did and what they pulled off. Fox, Huffington Post, MSNBC, and many, many others, The Hill. I even saw Jennifer Newsom, uh, governor of California's wife, tweet about it, Gavin Newsom's wife. I saw Kamala Harris share the story. Uh, who else? Uh, this, this might only hit a few of you, but Haley from Paramore shared the story and so many others. If you just type in right now, go to Twitter and type in, in the search bar, type in Nashville protest girls, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tweets. And they were gracious enough to give me an hour of their time in the midst of everything that they were doing. Now, just a heads up, these young women are amazing, but they are just kids. This convo gets a little crazy sometimes. I just said convo. I don't know why. Anyway, this conversation gets a little crazy sometimes. At times, they talk over each other. At times, they stumble over their words and ideas. They had just come from two interviews and were headed to a photo shoot right after, so they were also tired. So, friends, don't come here. I'm not trying to diminish what you're about to hear, but don't come here for articulate arguments and theories and what should be done right now. Come here to be encouraged that young people are doing incredible things and join me in applauding their amazing effort. I loved the rawness and the rowdiness and the realness of our chat because it reminded me that anyone at any age can give a damn. Let me say that one more time. 
anyone at any age can give a damn. I'm so proud of them. And I'm so excited that they're figuring out how to lead this new community of people at Teens for Equality. Before I begin, I just want to point out that I got to chat with five of the six founding members. Z Thomas wasn't able to join us, but we honor her contribution in making all of this happen as well. Okay, let's get right into it, shall we? Here's my conversation with the organizers of the largest Black Lives Matter protest in Nashville and the founders of Teens for Equality, Kennedy Green, Michaela Smith, Nia Collins, Jade Fowler, and Emma Rose Smith. Let's go. Well, thank you so much, young ladies, for joining me here today on the Let's Give a Damn podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Now, in the last, in the last few days, mm-hmm. you all have gone from 17 followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, just a few. When I found the account, there were like a thousand, maybe 1,500 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now there's 15,000, 14,000, yeah. something yeah. like that. So in the last few days, you guys have gone from an idea to having executed a 15,000-person uh, march, right? Mm-hmm. You created this thing, and it took off, and people came, and people came in large numbers. And now everybody wants to talk to you, right? Yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a pretty crazy week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, very. Have you guys got any sleep? Are you feeling okay? Nope. No. The first uh, night, no. Yeah, I've gone like last night. <laughs> I was like, dream. I'm so tired. Tell them about your dream. <laughs> I was like, Please. I'm going to go to bed at 11. And then I ended up going to bed at 3, responding to emails and scheduling. And I'm not very good at scheduling. So I've been fired from that. But, <laughs> Please tell them yeah. about your dream. Please. I've, I've been really sleepy um, because I normally go to sleep at 7 in the morning or 3 in the afternoon. Oh. I'm just, yeah, I'm wait, night wait, wait. aisle. And oh. as soon as we got done with the protest, I stayed up all night. And then we had to go on the run. So I had to wake up. Only got three hours of sleep yesterday. And then I woke up early today at 5 o'clock in the morning. So I'm just tired. Imagine going to bed at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Jade. (laughs) I don't, I just don't sleep at all, (laughs) no matter what I'm doing. Well, that's not healthy. Let me just. (laughs) Yeah. Please. We are living a really healthy lifestyle right now. We've been a little bit. Like we we go from having like four interviews a day and well yeah even when you guys when y'all walked in here just now you had to take like a moment to push back some some interviews you yes. just came yes. from two interviews and you're going to a photo shoot after um, I, I guess as a someone who's a few years older than you all and by a few I mean a lot um, <laughs> take care of yourselves because this is a this is a uh, giving a damn is a marathon, not a yeah. sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something big happened that was out of your control. Mm-hmm. People resonated with it. They jumped on board. Um, do you guys have an estimate of how many people showed up? I said 15,000. Um, 5,000. Yeah, how no, much? No, 30, up to uh, 35,000. No, it's it's 60,000. Up to 60,000. We don't know. It was, people, yeah, sure. People go from saying 60,000 to 35,000 to 15,000 like it's just there were a lot of people yes there, there were, were a just people. a lot of people so so let's go back to the beginning um how did this uh conversation about a march a protest a rally how did it come together twitter so, yeah yeah i heard that on twitter what yeah. do you mean twitter you guys Z just like put out a post saying she wanted to do a protest and then emma rose and jay were like they want to do it too mm-hmm. then that's when tanaya came along then tanaya brought me mm-hmm. and basically her sister as well mm-hmm. i don't know where she came in yeah. <laughs> at the protest i, yeah. I hope yeah. she i wish she didn't come yeah, in yeah at but. the protest we all saw her 
true colors and she really shined. And her crying, her ugly crying. Oh my gosh, they literally <laughs> took pictures of me crying. It was so embarrassing. I was on the news. And they posted it everywhere and I was like, it's that's what she deserves. So you talked about you talked about having you know just a week ago like you said seventeen followers whether yeah. it was seventeen or not like you had nobody knew who you were yeah. no one what, what what was the process of getting that going so you all talked and said let's do this and then what I haven't like even like taken it in yet because I've just been going 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 go I haven't even had a second to sit back and observe what's happened like I wrote down a little bit and like I like keep a journal of, like when big stuff happens and I like wrote down about it for a little bit but I didn't get to finish it because like I was so tired from the protest that day and I was like about to fall asleep and it was just like I haven't had a second to take it in yet so before we talk about the protest um, because that was a that was a tremendous day I have attended many protests in my day Mm -hmm. and some are better than others, some are more fluid than others, some are completely chaotic, and some are not so chaotic. Okay. And the, the one that you all put together, uh, kind of on a whim, right, over the yeah. course of a few yeah. days, uh, was really tremendous. And so before we get to, uh, before we get to talking about Thursday, because it was Thursday, right? Uh -huh. this, yeah. this, it's been a crazy few days for you, you, you all, I'm sure. Before we get to talk about that, let's talk about the reason this is all happening. Because we need change in the world. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people, they say that we're kids and we don't know what we're talking about. But you have to realize that we are the future. We're the future of this country and we're the future of this world. And as the future, we see problems in the system. And the older generations, they couldn't fix it. So now it's our turn. Now it's our turn to fix these problems. Yeah, it's like if we don't start advocating for change tomorrow, uh, today, we won't have it tomorrow. And like yeah. we don't want... Um, I like we know we don't want our children being out there and like fighting for the same things that are like that our the black yeah, yeah that the, the black community had to um, their parents had all to POC, all people all people of color yeah. all minorities. Do you know? Have you ever gone through like Target or Walmart and seen that brand, uh, the Seventh Generation? It's like cleaning products and uh, stuff. Yeah, I have. Right? Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what that's about? No. no. So it's it's there's a Native American belief that everything they do right now, mm -hmm. how they live, how they work what they eat, what they don't eat, how they do everything, they're thinking seven generations ahead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when they're talking about the environment, when they're thinking about oh. the, the kinds of things they fight for, they're not thinking, well, it's just me and mine, and who, who gives a shit about everybody else? Mm -hmm. right. It's yeah. very much like, no, 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 my kids is kids is kids is kids. Yeah. I want them to benefit from what I'm That's doing like right what now. We're, like, we're thinking is like, if we don't like, because we don't want, like people of color, their ancestors fought for the same exact stuff for the last 400 years and it's like if we don't actually like fight for it really hard now then like people like are still gonna have to do it yeah, yeah. kids, kids will have to yeah do it's just it, a cycle like seven generations from now too mm -hmm. so it's like a cycle and so we just realize people are fed up with it mm -hmm. it's like george floyd's death was like the tip of the iceberg and because you have like Ahmaud Aubrey. Yeah, and Ahmaud Aubrey. You have like all these people, people who, who, like, who, who have so many people we don't even know about. Exactly. Well, that's the that's the reality, right? Is uh, uh, I mean, I saw photos from the the uh, protest that happened yesterday downtown. I think they were like they estimated ten thousand people showed up, and there was um, there's a picture of uh, some police that were there, and they didn't have the uh, their their. Uh, Cameras on, right? Oh, so that's asked, literally I tweeted, illegal. I tweeted at the department yeah. and said, this is great. I'm glad it was a peaceful protest, but mm -hmm. where are your body cams, exactly. you know? And so cams. the reality is that this is happening every single hour of every single day somewhere in this uh -huh. great country. 
and most of them we just never see, see. right? And that's tragic. So I have a question for, especially for Kennedy and Michaela and Naya right now, mm -hmm. and that is when this happened, where were you when, when you found out, whether it was you heard it or saw that horrible video, like where were you when you found out about George Floyd? Um, and how did that affect us? Yeah, I was like, on Twitter when I had seen it and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Again, like it's, it's only been like two or three months, but again, like I was just so mind blown and hurt. And I was like, if this continues to happen, I don't know how I would, I would feel like because every time like I, I go on Instagram or Snapchat, it's always another black man dead, another black woman dead, another black child dead, and I'm tired of like mm -hmm. like experience like like I don't even know how to feel about it. It's so it, it mind boggling. Why does it keep yeah. happening? I'm sorry, my mouth is full. It really upsets me. Like when I was at the protest, I started crying because it's like mm -hmm. I didn't when I saw the video that was like. I feel like the black community, they're tired. That's why these riots were happening. Riots don't happen overnight. They happen when we keep experiencing the same thing. Like I, it just breaks my heart that somebody lost their father, yeah. somebody lost their son, somebody lost their husband. Like I'm tired of black people becoming hashtags. Mm -hmm. it's, it's upsetting. Like it really, it really makes me want to tear up. Like right now, like I'm trying so hard not to cry because it really hurts to know that my people are not valued in the same country where they enslaved us. Mm -hmm. You know, like I under like these people that came to America because they wanted freedom, but they took people from a different country and they enslaved them. Mm -hmm. And yep. exactly, we're not viewed as people. We're criminalized. We experience racial sexualized. Yes, and it's like we experience it so much. It's like being black in America is hard. You can't go outside for a run. You can't go biking. You can't play cops and robbers. You can't go get skittles. You can't. You can't do anything. You can't even drive in a car. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's just really upsetting. Like I'm tired of people dying. Like, why can't y'all hear us? It's okay. Yeah. Take a small breath. People are also fed up because justice isn't getting served. Yeah. And all. it needs to be served. And people aren't gonna people think, oh, if we just add body cams, like you know, that'll be that'll fix all our problems. No, people aren't gonna take just breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. They want the whole loaf of bread. Well, it, it, it would be different, right, if this was, you know, the third or fifth or seventh time and not the 50,000th time, like, right? Like, this one seems to be hitting differently than even with, like... Yeah, and they still tried to it, justify it. He said, I couldn't he, Yeah, and he called out to his mom, who was already dead, which shows that he literally knew he was dying. Like, that is yeah, that not right. Mm -hmm. like, it was like, so he, It was sad. almost like he, like he was... He was leaving. Oh no! Literally. You know, eight, eight minutes in, and he like called how, for his mom. And like, why do police think they're above the law? Like, he literally did that for nine minutes, and people were just watching him. Like, for what reason? And then people tried to like intervene. And I'm talking about the legal to intervene in the situations. Or like, someone is it? Yeah. Well, I don't care. Whether it's illegal or not, when people try to intervene. They, they end will up get getting hurt yeah. or arrested yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, a difficult situation. You need to like be able to like allow people if they see something just going on that is wrong. You need to be able to allow people to speak out against it exactly. and not just like be like, oh well, they're like, doing this. Can, is like they're, they're being violent. Stop, stop, like stop. stop. Like that's not right. But like it is right because you're speaking out against something that's happening that's wrong. 
Exactly, because the people are... Wait, the government is supposed to fear the people because we Correct. make up the exactly. government. The people are not supposed to fear the government. We yeah. we have our right to overthrow the government, and that's why we're protesting. But even though we're protesting, we can't even protest. It's like there are a lot of peaceful protests, and like 45 minutes later after the cop decided to kneel, 45 minutes later after the press is gone, they like to tear gas people, and I just don't like it. Yeah, the media presents cops in a way, like in a good light, but in reality, people aren't seeing, especially people who only watch the news, they aren't seeing like the reality that people are being tear gassed and shot rubber bullets because you're supposed to shoot the rubber bullets at the ground and then have it ricochet. Right, and they're but people right have, at people. Mm-hmm. And recently, I don't know if you saw, but a girl who was protesting died because of the tear gas. And I don't know if this is true or not, but she either... It, well, we've heard that she had asthma so the tear gas literally killed her yeah. but now i'm hearing that she didn't even have asthma and it genuinely just killed her well uh, 1925 was when tear gas was banned in wartime in the military, in the military. Not even banned on, so on pedestrians. so yeah they won't use it in war because it's a chemical agent that yeah. will screw you up to mm-hmm. put it very lightly mm-hmm. and yet yes it, th- that is a, that is a problem that is a problem that it's being used at all yeah um the frustrating part and we could go all over in this conversation. I want to not go all over, but it, it is very frustrating that I tweeted today that the, these protests are happening because a cop abused, hurt, and ultimately killed someone. Mm-hmm. And now those same cops multiple are people. abusing, hurting, and there have been multiple people. And, and, and there, it's been, it's a wild time. It's, it's hard to figure out what actually is going on out there, right? Because mm-hmm. you have people that truly want, I mean, the protest you all put on was truly peaceful. Thank you. And it was very uh, empowering. Yeah. The, the stance I've taken on, you know, looting and rioting is like, it's not the best way, but I understand it. Yeah. If I, if I, if I take a If I take a beer can and I like step on it, right? It's pressure, mm-hmm. tons of shake it up pressure. If I, if I step on it, then- it's going to explode and we don't get to say where it goes, right? The beer is going to get everywhere, right? And so there's just so much going on here. And it was, it was wonderful to, and again, so I understand why and how things are happening, but to attend what you all put on was uh, just truly empowering in so, in so many ways. And so let's, let's get back to the protest. So how did, it, how did it kind of come about? I know we've talked about how it started and it started to get traction, but like as uh, Jade's mom was saying right before, like you, there's no rule book for this. Y'all aren't, you didn't go to school for putting together events. Uh, there's no rule book for this. So but the reason I'm asking this is because I think a lot of people, especially young people that are listening right now, this podcast is mostly millennials, but there are quite a bit of, quite a few young people and older people that listen as well. And well, for everybody, nobody gets the rule book for how to protest well or how to lead something that becomes a pretty big thing. So I'm not asking for super intense detail, but just talk, talk me through like how it happened in the days leading up and then, uh, then it happened and it was mm-hmm. huge and it was big. One thing we did was study the Hong Kong protest because they okay. have a lot of peaceful yep. protests and they show you how even if the protest is not peaceful, what to do. So I know like the way we got it out is like promoting and promoting and promoting. I know I reached out to like tons of my friends mm-hmm. to repost it and then of course they reached out to their friends, their friends. And that's how I think a lot of the word got spread. And also just like, if you put it out there that you want to do this, 
okay sorry if you put it out there that you want to do something people will come to you and ask if you need help and if you like also go to other organizations like we reached out to black lives matter nashville and we were like hey like can you help us with this and they're like oh sure but like what's your organization that's how we got teens for equality because we're like we don't have one we're We're like we're like 15 like we're 14 too and like so we just like made up that name and now it's like an actual thing and we're actually using it like to do good and to do more events and um yeah yeah i'm excited in a few minutes i'll ask you kind of what the what the plans are right because i know that you probably don't have plans yet yeah what are you dreaming about so we'll get to that in a second Mm -hmm. uh day of i was like probably 15 feet back from where you all stood on the whatever it was up there podium where the mics were and kind of talked to people before you all said very super helpful things. I think you were the, Jay, were you the first one up? Yeah. Yeah, I and just, you, you broke down. Yeah, I was. Like, what were you thinking? What were you, I mean, just looking back probably was like. I literally cannot even remember why I started crying because, like, when you're up there, it's, like, so crazy. Because we expected, because there were a lot of people donating to us to, like, bring us, like, water and masks and stuff. And so I kept on telling all those people, like, oh, we're expecting 800 to 1,000 people. And then when I stood up there to just literally give the safety talk, I saw all the people that literally supported us, like, these kids. And I was like, oh, my God, I have so many, like friends I guess and I just told everybody to like look around at each other and like see the community and like see that this community could change like our governors and stuff and like change the world or America and other places I guess too Mm. but I just saw everybody and I was like really really overwhelmed and so excited to see that so many people cared about the movement when I arrived I arrived like at 3 30 just to get a good try to get a good parking spot really because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be crazy. Yeah. And when I came out there were already, you know, I'm I'm guesstimating 2-3,000 people are already there at that <laughs> point, maybe more. And but then when I finally got home after 7 or whatever clock it was mm-hmm. and I started seeing pictures show up online, I was like, "Holy shit." Like there were people I mean there were it was so many people. It was crazy cuz since we were at the front of the entire march cuz there's like this banner that people held in the front and then we were standing in front yeah, of it with right. the megaphones it's so, like starting the chants. We were walking down this hill to get back to the park like on I think it was an interstate we were walking yeah down and it went all the way like the road went all the way and it turned and it like twisted and winded and there were still people like turning the street and it was so crazy to see all those people like just following us yeah we were like a half mile like down and we could still see people turning the street and we were like that's when we really realized like we actually did something yeah yeah did anything happen that day that didn't go well that you guys had like anything you had to quell yeah, yeah eating, eating did not go very did. well. We had so many cameras in our face, and I only got like a small bite of my sandwich mm-hmm. and like a sip of Gatorade. <laughs> I got some and once we started like, like walking and marching, I felt like I was gonna pass out. Oh I was God. like, I didn't even eat anything. Yeah. Literally, when I started screaming, I was like, this. No, yeah, especially when we're going up like, the hill. When <laughs> yeah. started crying. I also, like, yeah, I started crying because I was like, we were saying, say her name, Brianna Taylor, and I started mm-hmm. crying to Naya, and a camera literally came up in my face while I was crying, and I was like, who, who Bro, told you? They kept swarming around me. I'm like, can I just cry? Literally. Like, you, like, oh my gosh, it's so good for the press. What about my emotions? Like, literally. You know, I'm feeling this way. Yeah, like, we were eating, um, someone had bought us like 30 miniature Jimmy John sandwiches, like mm-hmm. not like half, I'd say, but one fourth. And I got to eat like two of them. 
Like I didn't even like I barely got to eat any of them because no, they ate just a pizza like, lettuce. Yeah. I got no food. There was like there, <laughs> well, there was hey. like so much like they were the, there was like a lies newscast in our faces and they're like can you answer these questions while you're eating and we were like what are we supposed to do be like go away no on like live television you know and we were just like eating and we were just like I was like you could see me in the background just eating my sandwich like eating the background and everything. Well, so, I'm glad that I hate that you all didn't eat. All that much that day, but I'm glad that that was it, right? Oh, gathering got, 15, 20, 30,000 people, whatever. I've it got was. another thing. What? Go. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we were going on Broadway, we walked down like half of it, and there were like a ton of riot police like protecting mm -hmm. the bars and stuff. And we we were like, we're not going down here because we don't feel like like we felt scared of them. So we just turned left and like tried to get away from them. And then probably like a thousand people after that, like walking, turning. The press came down, like, oh, yeah. like they weren't in front with us because I don't know they fell back or something. But the cops only kneeled when the press came around to take mm -hmm. pictures because we didn't see them kneel. Like we all kneeled and we laid were down. Like five minutes on we our were, bed. Yeah, we yeah, were kneeling and laying, and, down, and laying down, and people and had their no hands behind their backs, and they didn't join us at all. And then once we turned and the press got there, they were all of a sudden kneeling, and I was like, "Who, who told you yeah, that was going to be okay?" Yeah, this lady was um, begging this cop to take a knee. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. So him, two black cops and one white cop, they took a knee, but only because the news cameras were in their face. That's mm. propaganda. And they were literally right there laughing. And the thing is, is well, that's propaganda. <laughs> and I don't get why they kneel if you're not going to quit. Like, why are you <laughs> supporting us if you're not actually supporting us? I don't know. Yeah. It just, I, why I, did they call white police on 14 well, to 15 we, year olds? Right? We were just, we stopped in front of the police and we all started like laying on our stomachs and kneeling and like what jade said but like pretty much like they did nothing because there's no cameras and also like I, we thought it was kind That's of funny that um they mm -hmm. called the national guard on 14 and 15 year olds exactly. like literally what are we gonna do like yell at you yeah, like exactly. we're not gonna do anything what am i gonna just do a banana peel <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we aren't gonna do anything just, yeah like, i have i have thoughts about all that as well but <laughs> I'll withhold the thoughts. Uh, I'm just glad. I'm really, 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 really glad that you all called for a peaceful protest mm -hmm. and it remained mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. uh, because I know some of my very good friends were the kind of planners, if they're even planners, for the one that happened on Saturday that ended up oh. getting out of hand. Yeah. And my friend Justin Jones, who was running for Congress here, mm -hmm. he's awesome. He actually, it was really cool because he they put out a warrant for his arrest on, on, oh, Wednesday, yeah. on Thursday. It was early in the day before they put out a warrant because mm -hmm. when we got to the police station, the central precinct, uh, right over yeah, here, there was one cop car in front, which I have a whole theory on why there was one cop car there when they knew that there was a riot coming, or when they knew there were protests coming. Period. But either way, like he, he got on the car right when it was first we saw that. to talk to people. Yeah, he wasn't right. trying to destroy it. It eventually got destroyed, the car. <laughs> but they put out a warrant for his arrest, and later that day they retracted it. Because Justin's like super peaceful. Mm -hmm. Like he's a strong you know, he leader. Was, his, his speech was amazing. Oh yeah. You know something I don't understand? Um, the police get funded so much, so why can't they just buy another car? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Like, I'm not saying destroy anything, but still. Why yeah. would they put out one car in the very front? Exactly. Also, I won't say anything. Propaganda. <laughs> I'm just saying that some cops in other states have been putting out piles bricks. of bricks. 
And for what reason? No, some cops have. Are we gonna build their own car windows? I've seen Please video study Hong Kong about those car bricks, windows. Please. I'm like this. <laughs> we need to stop this topic. Yes, I. We all, and this is just a really hard time. These are things that we have to wrestle through, mm-hmm. and it's really hard because we do have. I have a handful of amazing friends that are wonderful humans that are cops, and oh. they are. Um, struggling right now with trying to figure out Why we say what's, what's what's the way forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's so you can start speaking up when you see one of your officers doing something bad. Mm-hmm. Like if they're putting a person in a chokehold yeah. and you're not supposed to do that. That's why we say ACAB. When we say ACAB, we do not mean all cops are bad. We're saying that, we're saying that the system that they work for is bad. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of good cops, they bad. don't say anything, which exactly. makes them bad. So exactly. tell them if they, if they see any injustice, or if they see the cops doing anything wrong or using... T- lethal force tell them to stop it's their job to check their officers yeah the other day on that note of we do need uh more police to speak out when things mm-hmm. are going wrong right we saw that that 75 year old gentleman in <gasps> buffalo new york yes, that was and, uh, really no he did not die no, he's, he's fine but he did i mean he immediately started bleeding out of his ears and stuff like if you watch that video, it's horrific. But the one guy does kneel down to start like helping him, yeah, and, and, and his superior back. like pulled him off and I told him to like keep him. going. What we need, what we need, is for that cop to pull off exactly. The, exactly. The, the arm that's pulling him off and say, no, 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 this the right thing to do is to get down and help this yeah, guy how can who was do that to an old who man. was uh, returning. I don't know what, what was happening exactly for the full story, but he did have the helmet in his hand. So it seemed like he was returning a helmet to them because mm-hmm. it was the same helmet they were wearing, mm-hmm. the ride gear. Either way, that is a that is a huge first step um, in separating those that have succumbed to the the oppressive nature of being a cop. They, they're very power hungry. Mm-hmm. And those that mm-hmm. truly want to be peace officers, truly yeah. want to um, help and serve the people that they've sworn mm-hmm. to serve. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about each one of you for a second because... I don't think it's an accident that you all found each other. I truly believe everything kind of happens for a purpose and that people are put together on a team for a purpose. And you all found each other on Twitter, you know, of all things. Some of y'all knew each other before, but that's a kind of a fantastic thing. That's kind of a wonderful thing. And so where do you all come from? Where are you in the vicinity? And and what I want to know is how lots of people felt a lot of things this last week. Mm Right, 15, 20, 30,000 people showed up at the, at the protest. Mm-hmm. A lot of people felt like they wanted to do something and most of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And you all decided we're gonna do something. We're gonna yeah. do this thing together. So where did that come from? Like uh, you told me how it happened, but again, most people had inclinations to do that and then they didn't. And this whole platform that I've built, this whole company that I've built, mm-hmm. which only part of it is a podcast, is helping people become damn givers, people who see something wrong and give a damn about it. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's the simple, it's very complicated in figuring out how to help people yeah. do that. But that is it. It's when you see something wrong and you decide to do something about it. And so where did that come from? And you don't all have to share, but if you want to, like, is it your parents, your upbringing? Like, how did you respond to this? It's hard, like, to trust people when the people that are out here that are supposed to be protecting you and serving you are killing you, kidnapping you. So that's kind of where my motivation came in because like something needs to change. There has to be somebody that we can trust to protect us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I'm saying like also because we saw like no teenagers were really speaking out like about what was happening. And since we're like the future and the face of tomorrow, we needed to speak out about what was happening against police brutality because like we are the future, we are the next lawmakers and the le- next people in office. and that's like 
our responsibility as that future generation to do what we need to do. Mm. Well, I kind of wanted to do this because I've literally always been so passionate about like things that I believe in. Like I will get so mad at somebody like if they, not if they don't agree with me, but like if they aren't hearing what I'm saying to them. And so when I found out like, I'm like really young, but like since I got on like all the social medias, I've been seeing the things that are happening to people of color in the black community. And I just like am very, very heartbroken for myself and the black community. I felt the need to do something like posting and stuff is good, but it was not good enough for me. So I was like, I was searching up on Twitter, more protests like in Nashville. And I searched it up on Instagram and I saw the flyer and I was like, I need to do this. Like it was literally something like I felt I needed to do. So yeah. Well, I have a brother and I do know that when he gets older, he'll be a, a black man. And sometimes in, well, basically in the system, they're black people, they're discriminated against. And that's why a lot of black people are incarcerated sometimes. But it's just, I fear for his safety. I fear for his safety, especially him being a black man in the world mm-hmm. when, they, when they view you as a criminal or as violent. So I just feel like there needs to be something changed. The government needs to be reformed. The system needs to be reformed. It's 2020, we should not still be fighting for the exactly. same rights that people were fighting for in the 80s or in the 60s. Okay. I love all of that. <laughs> Super helpful. So what's next for, I know that you all have been talking about different things on the, is the Instagram page the only place that people can interact with you all we right now? We also have a Twitter. Twitter. We were going to make a Facebook, but. for equality, I'm sorry. No, you're okay. I, I said we were going to make a Facebook, but we don't know about all that. <laughs> Facebooks. Facebooks no. for. Oh, for old yeah, people. I don't know how to sorry. run one of those. What's that? I don't know how to work one of those. So. <laughs> Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. No, Facebook's weird. Let's get on I, uh, I have them for my companies and for myself, and I don't get on there because it's just every time I go on, I get, I mean, social media is frustrating as it is because mm-hmm. it's where well, people can be kind of keyboard warriors and they can mm-hmm. like hurt each other and uh, be very abusive online. And so social media is very toxic or can be very toxic, but Facebook's a different level of toxic. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. I mean, really? it's, it's... Facebook moms yeah. are scary. Yeah, I feel like it's more for like, I'm going to say that for when I'm like 33, 35 years old. Yeah. I'm not even going to get it then. Yeah, no, I'm good on Snapchat. Is, yeah. I'm pretty so, sure going to be going. So teens.4.equality on Instagram. What's next? Like, what what do you what do you all want to do with this? Because you didn't you didn't say, and maybe that was accidental, mm-hmm. but you didn't say teens for, you know, black equality or teens for people yeah. of color equality. It was teens mm-hmm. for equality. And I see, I see you guys have like hinted at different things. And so you don't have to have any plans because this has all been a whirlwind of a, a week for you all. But if you, I'd love to hear if you guys are thinking about anything else. Uh, well, I guess I made that name um, because obviously we want equality for black people, but the, like this, when you say Black Lives Matter, I'm thinking black trans people, black gay people, black lesbians, black, like all queer people. And I'm talking, and like, we wanna end ICE. Like we we wanna do really big things. We just wanna help all people of color because we know that the system in America kind of is against us and we just wanna help everybody, yeah. Like teens for equality, like equality for all minorities, Mm -hmm. like any minority at all, like it doesn't like, it's like teens for like equality for like the black community, the Hispanics, the Latinos, mm-hmm. um, the Chinese, Japanese. Yeah, people um, that have been marginalized. Yeah, people have been marginalized. Natives. Like Muslims, Native Americans, um, indigenous. In- indigenous people. Um, and like also like people who are part of the LGBTQIA plus community. 
and we have like a lot of stuff planned oh but, also um, for women yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah for a woman a- any woman um but like we do have some stuff planned and it like includes everyone <laughs> yeah. you guys it's are, everyone you guys no, are hilarious saying, i love yeah, it oh my god i was asking about events has this changed your like outlook on life Yes. yes. Like, what were you doing last week that has changed? Bro. Playing Fortnite. No, literally laying literally in my bed. I was laying in my bed. thinking about this. Like, I was like, a week ago, I didn't know. Well, I knew Kennedy, Kennedy and Tanaya, but I didn't know Z. I didn't know Jade. I didn't know um, Emma Rose. And then, like, look at us today. We're so close. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a week ago, I would not think mm. that I would be sitting here doing a podcast. Yeah. Or like going to a photo shoot later. Like, yeah, forget my podcast. You guys have been on much bigger platforms <laughs> okay. than mine. No, we like this the best. Oh, yes. that's fun. I'm glad. Interviews are we, scary. We give a damn. Ha, ha, ha. And I bring <laughs> snacks, too. I don't know if the other interviewer, I don't hey, know if the interviewer's yeah, brought snacks. Yeah, you brought snacks. Yeah. I hope this radically changes the trajectory of your life. Not that it has to change your career or whatever. Like, we need people doing everyday things. Mm-hmm. But what I hope for all of y'all is that as you figure out, you know, what role teens for equality plays in your life, mm-hmm. that it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It changes everything because in reality, you all like there's, there's, we get one shot at life. Mm-hmm. Like literally we get one. And for so many people in this country, it's over a lot sooner than a full life yeah. Yeah. for a variety of reasons. And so living each and every day, to the fullest is something that I really, really, really want for each and every one of you. This made me want to run for president. Yeah. Why not? Honestly, yeah, Kennedy, should. you should. We need, we need more women in, in office. Especially like no, no woman in office has caused the war. No woman in office has everyone. Everyone in office. I don't like literally. when men are like, oh, women are so emotional, but like get so worked up about literally every single thing we do. Also, and we're just like, no woman has caused the war. No literally. woman running country has caused the war. If you can't see that we need women to run, then, that, then you're probably I mean, just misogynistic. Yeah, I mean, like, look, exactly. and like, I'd also like to point out the fact that like, People caused riots and looting over their sports team losing, and yeah. no one talked about that. And then people are like rioting and looting for like literally their rights. Exactly. Like, they're like able to like literally be able to step outside without being like, oh, if I get into that car, will I get pulled over and will exactly. I get killed? Because like that's that's exactly. such and like that is so baffling to me. Yeah, yeah one of my exactly because uh, least favorite examples of that really. I was gonna say favorite, but least favorite examples is when Coach Joe Paterno got fired from Penn State. Joe Paterno's this legendary uh, football coach. Mm-hmm. And he oh, yeah. helped cover up Jerry Sandusky's sex abuse earlier. And so they ended up firing him. Yeah. And the whole, all of Penn State went up and, I mean, they flipped news trucks, they broke, you know, they did all this stuff. And it was like, that was because your favorite coach was going away, mm-hmm. even though he covered up the abuse of yeah, young what? boys for years. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah. That makes it hard. To, that makes it hard to have that conversation I'm when like, it's like people what? are people are again. We I don't I don't think that rioting looting accomplishes the goal as well as nonviolent. I shouldn't say, I should say nonviolent protests does the job, but uh, I understand it. I understand mm-hmm. it. Like I feel it. And, yeah. And, and I say that as someone that is not. A, I'm I'm a son of a Latin immigrant, but like I'm not, I'm pretty pale skinned. You know, I fit in <laughs> no, with most people, not. and uh, I feel it so deeply when these things happen. Same. Um, yeah. 
Because riots don't come overnight. I mean, when you think about American history, nothing has came peacefully. It's exactly. Also, I just feel bad that they have been silenced for so long. And now that we're trying anything, everybody has something to say about it. I'm like, it's really not even your place. Exactly. This is what everybody <gasps> said. They keep saying, yeah. MLK wouldn't want this. I have never heard more racist people say, MLK wouldn't want this, MLK wouldn't want that. Do you know MLK? MLK was assassinated for being peaceful. Exactly. I mean, what do you want us to ha- what do you want us to do? When we're peaceful, then, it goes back. But when we riot, you guys want us to stop. When you're trying to get the attention of somebody who only speaks violence, you have to speak violence. Now we're speaking yeah. violence for making people uncomfortable. Well, maybe if we're making you uncomfortable, then you should you should confront your own internal racism. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And also like But we also low key don't support racist or violence. Yeah, also, we don't. Yes. Totally. Um that's why. After the assassination of MLK, there was like six days of rioting, and on the sixth day of the rioting and looting, the Civil Rights Act was passed. And I just like to say, like, yeah. stuff does happen, like, stuff Violent can happen. Does. Like, it's, it's sometimes the, government, yeah, the, it's, the it's uncomfortable a process yeah, exactly. of getting shit done. Yeah, yes. really. like, literally, like, that's how you get a lot of stuff done. Like, I'm not condoning it, but. Like, I was just gonna say, like, there's no right way, and I know I've said this before, but there's no right way to, like, bring about a change but mm. i do know that silence is not the answer mm. exactly it's yeah. like it's just taking the side so of the oppressor people have been silenced i'm not just saying just black people because a lot of people they're saying you guys only care about black lives no we do not mm-hmm. i advocate for all if i Same. see a problem with the system i'm gonna advocate for you i'm just saying exactly after we win this war for black lives matter ice is next, ice is next. Right. we're going to conquer ice. <laughs> yeah so oh, you will become water exactly and water. also when we say black <laughs> lives matter we do not mean only black lives matter we never said only no. black lives matter right we're just saying see us hear us notice us see right. us there's a problem with the system. Exactly, because a lot of people say, you guys only say black lives matter when a white person kills um, a black man. Well, maybe that's because half the time when a white white person kills a black man is based on his race. Exactly. A black man never kills a black man because he's black. Exactly. (laughs) Can I do something here as as we begin to wrap up? I want to do something here that I've actually never done. I've done hundreds of interviews, and I've never said what I'm about to say, which is, can I give you all some advice yes yes Can I do that we need yes. it. because yes. here, here's a little bit about me because you all don't know me I have I've been doing the kind of work that you're beginning to do since around the same age when I was 12 I lived in Guatemala and I started giving a damn as a 12 year old okay. and I'm 36 now yeah. and I am old I am old uh, so I am 20 how, how, how many years that 24 years of figuring out how to help serve and love people and I've made lots of mistakes along the way. So I would love to just share a few things that I'm still, this is not stuff that I've learned. These are still things that I'm wrestling through. Mm-hmm. But I see the passion, I see the desire, I see what you all want to accomplish. And mm-hmm. if I can use my 24 years of failing and getting back up to kind of help you as you begin your journey, um, I would love to. So just a couple things that I wrote down that I would love to share with you. One is, and this is, it's very easy, especially with topics like what we're talking about, Black Lives Matter. It is so easy to put down, antagonize, and be hateful toward the other, mm-hmm. whoever the other is, whatever topic we're talking about. We are trying to win people over, right? Yeah. We want them. We might, not, we might vehemently disagree with who they are and what they're mm-hmm. doing at the moment, but we want them to come over, right? Yeah. And so we need to see people, every single person, you all, even at 14 and 15 years old, and me at 36, we are all on a journey. My friend, uh, David Dark, who is much wiser than me, he says to love a person 
is to love a process. Mm -hmm. To love a person is to love a process. Period. We're all mm -hmm. in process. And if you hate the process that someone's going through, you don't actually love them because we're all figuring it out. True. At yeah. five years old, that at 10, 15, 50, yeah, and 90, we're still figuring it out. So I say all that because it can get so easy, especially on social media. And you guys are gonna encounter that with your Instagram and your Twitter mm -hmm. and interacting. People are gonna oh, come yeah. on and they're can gonna we? try to push buttons and antagonize <laughs> you. Remember, we yeah. are trying, not that we can't stand up and be bold, but we're trying to win them over mm -hmm. to what we believe is right. Mm -hmm. Number two is, and again, this is not reflective of our conversation, but remember, you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And I can say that at 36, I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. We need to be students. Mm -hmm. right. Like right now, mm -hmm. start reading the books, listening to the yeah. podcast. Yeah. I mean, we have, I'm so glad you're 14 in 2020 and not 14 and 19, 20, because yeah. oh, there is such a wealth of information out there. Yeah. YouTube is everything. There are lectures, there are, there's so many amazing things out there for you to devour so that when it's time for you to speak up, you have something to say. And yeah. when they push back, you've got something to say back, yes. right? And so just begin to be students of culture and society in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think so many times, here's what I've seen is when I've gotten pushback even the last couple of weeks when I've been defending this incredible movement that's happening right now, I see that I'm dealing with people that are weak historians. They don't know their history. Exactly. They're, they're basing on, they see, they see one black man getting choked to death by a cop and then the, the, the riots and everything happening after. And it's like, no, 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 that's weak history to not see that this is mm -hmm. another release valve of the tens right. of thousands of black people that are being you know, treated poorly and ultimately killed. And like this whole, there's 400 years of history and all of this stuff going on that you're not taking into account. It's not just this one thing. Mm -hmm. So we have to become strong historians. And then the kind of third thing, which this will, this will help you so much, not just as you become damn givers, but just in life, be so quick to apologize. Yeah. You are going to ultimately say something wrong. You're ultimately going to say a hundred things wrong, mm -hmm. things that you don't mean, or it came out wrong, or you just didn't know. And then you learn more information. Be the first one to apologize. If you can get ahead of it, and say, I messed up, I said something wrong, I did something wrong, I thought it was the right thing to do in this situation and it wasn't, people are gonna respect the hell out of you. Nobody wants a perfect leader that can't make a mistake. One of the most unattractive things about our current uh, commander in chief oh God. is that is his inability, that's a, that's a very fair uh, reaction, <laughs> is his inability to say I'm sorry, his inability right. to say I messed up, that is a quality that every every person, every human should uh, learn to cultivate. So if you can cultivate it at 14 and 15 and 16, and you can speak boldly and then be the first one to say, man, I messed up, I shouldn't have said that, you will be respected by so many. And you'll have a voice as you grow into who you're becoming, who you already are, but who you're becoming as a leader in the world. So those are, I mean, I have so much that I would love to share, but those are just three things that I think if you can um, just kind of think about those and mull on those, because again, you're, you guys are in all these interviews and you're figuring out what's next for Teens for Equality, mm -hmm. who, who we're gonna talk to, which issues we're gonna go after, and they're all important and, and you can't do everything. And so you're figuring out where do we focus and how do we do this well? Remember, you're trying to win people over. You're not trying to, you want more people on your side. We want more people believing in this movement. but hatred and, and antagonizing and calling them worthless and terrible things because they don't, because they're not at this point in the journey. Yeah. 
is uh, they're, they're going to go away and never come back. And remembering that everybody's on a journey and remembering to apologize. I have a question. Yeah. I'm not saying I won't apologize, but what if they don't ever come exactly. to the journey? Like, what if they don't ever do the journey? Yeah, that's on them. That really is. I mean, now we're getting into, like, existential questions about, like, you know, is there an afterlife and what does it look like and, and how do people, yeah, how do people, yeah, where does it ultimately end for people, right? The journey of them being able to evolve as a human and get to a place that I think uh, God wants them to be, right? A person that loves, loves other people and serves other people. And so it's on you to be the bigger woman in this case and say, mm -hmm. your journey is your journey, but I'm going to believe you're on one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe you're somewhere along the way and I'm going to treat you like you have worth mm -hmm. and that you are on this journey. And you're gonna feel better at the end of the day. They might do some shitty things and say things about you and react certain ways, like that's on them, but you're gonna sleep better at night knowing that you treated them uh, with dignity and respect, even if they didn't deserve it because they're not in the place in their journey where they should be. So I just hope that's encouraging. I didn't mean to get like preachy or whatever. I, you were. That, sound, help, that mm. helps so much. Yeah. yeah I really just over I Actually, mean, I'm so proud of y'all that like some of these things are happening. Like, so I just want you to like go into it with like a level head and I'm sure you're getting great stuff from mom and you know, the people that are around you. But um, yeah, I just wanted to be helpful. What were uh, you saying? I was just going to say, can you send that to me? Yeah. Because, yeah. Please send it Because I want to send it to the group chat so that we can just like reread yeah, I will. it. I will. I'm so excited for y'all. We live in Nashville. If you ever need anything, any support, I'm here for y'all. And Thank I'm so excited to kind of like so observe much. the journey from social media and otherwise I'll attend everything you guys put on. Yay. I'll be there to support. But I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that people get to listen to this because again, young people are usually figuring it out. They haven't figured it out. And like you said, a week ago, y'all were just like chilling, yeah. like three months of COVID. And then you're like, okay, it's summer break finally, but Literally. it doesn't feel like a break, right? It's, everything's weird right now. Now you've been thrust into this. So I want more people to put themselves in the path of being thrust into giving a damn. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. y'all could have ignored that and you didn't. Mm -hmm. I like your shirt. Oh, thanks. I love your tattoos. <laughs> like I was going to say. I was really like, I really like your shirt because it's just like, people are like, oh, I'm praying for you. I'm like, like I'm telling you thoughts and prayers. Like, and it's like, we need some action. You're like, actually, yeah. we need to do this. I'm making more of these because I made, yeah, I did, I made some. some. I'll, I'll get them to you. I made some and then they got sold out. And then I didn't make some and people always ask for them. So I literally am talking with my printer right now about making more. Because that's the idea right there. It's like, I'm all for thoughts and prayers. I believe prayer works. Mm -hmm. Right. But prayer then requires action. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, you have to get up and do something. Yeah. So grateful for y'all. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, Thank you so much. much. It was such a pleasure. That's the show today, my friends. Many thanks to Kennedy Green, Michaela Smith, Naya Collins, Jade Fuller, and Emma Rose Smith for joining me on the show. Thank you all for listening. I created this show. Chad Snavely produced it. Let's give a damn as part of the Matter Media family. We're so grateful for their partnership. I'm sending lots of love and peace to each one of you. Stay safe as you're protesting. I hope you're protesting. Bye for now. <laughs>